0: welcome to the power unit success cast this is episode number 91 and we're going to be looking into who is chauncey fam
1: there are countless real estate agents worldwide but very few are truly successful if you want to make more money build your clientele and experience true success as a real estate agent Chasten j miles is ready to share the tools tactics and secrets with you join him now on the power unit success cast
0: what's up everybody it's me your host Chasten j miles and thank you for listening in on another episode on today's episode, like I said, we're gonna be dissecting and diving deep into Chauncey Fam. You've probably seen her on social media. She is out here rocking it. I mean, she's she's doing it up and I wanna I wanna discover where she came from. I wanna dive deeper. I wanna ask the questions. I wanna figure her out just to see who is Chauncey Fam. But before I get into all of that. I want to congratulate Freedom Johnson. So Freedom is in the Discord. He's he's in the Discord just just killing it, rocking it, sharing, sharing his expertise. He just closed on another flip property. The man is killing it. If you're looking to learn how to create multiple streams of income, if if, if you're trying to level up and not just be an agent, hop in the Discord. Like I, I didn't think that it would take off the way that it did, but the people who are in there i mean people are sharing and soaking up knowledge and you know i'm gonna keep it at keep it keep it where it is because i can see the value that it's providing to people and i want to give everybody that opportunity so definitely check out the discord you can see it on my website but we'll also put the link below in other news um as y'all probably saw on my social media close on another investment property about to get started on that super excited about that now i am like i said i'm, I'm trying to help other agents do the same because i can i can show you but i can also give you the play-by-play of how to get it done that's something else going down in, in the discord um people soaking up that knowledge business credit um personal credit real estate business all that all that y'all um but why are we here we're here to talk with Chauncey. Yes, I actually have Chauncey on today's podcast, and we're gonna get into it. What's up, Chauncey?
1: What's up, Chasten? How's it going?
0: Good. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. I'm talking to one of my favorite people.
0: Look, I'm over <laughs> here. I'm over here giggling because you, I'm, I'm like, this is actually happening. This is it's actually happening.
1: happening. We've been needing for this to happen for a long time, honestly.
0: And what's crazy, y'all, we're we're in the same city. I mean, kind of on opposite ends, but in, in the same area. And we actually met for the first time, like thousands of miles away in, <laughs> in Puerto Rico. Right. <laughs> crazy. How you been?
1: I've been doing pretty good, man. I, I really have been making it the best that I can with the crazy two years that we've had. But uh, I'm making it.
0: Good, good. Well, look, I want to give you an opportunity to let everybody know who you are a bit about you for those who don't know you i mean i know i introd you up but you know i'll, <laughs> I'll let you tell it in your own words
1: um pretty simple i've uh, been in the real estate business since 2016 got in as an individual agent um, very quickly. So about a year and a half after getting into the business, decided to open my own brokerage. So I opened a small little boutique brokerage. At its peak, we had 15 agents. Um, I didn't realize at that point that the root word of brokerage is broke, which is what I was. Um, and so I decided to kind of go a different route and end up moving over to the brokerage that I'm with now, running a national team of 300 and almost 50 agents in 32 different states. I'm a coach with Hero Nation Coaching. I flip houses with my husband. I raise capital um, for a multifamily syndicate. I'm a limited partner in that syndicate. Um, I'm doing a little bit of everything um, right now in the real estate realm, and just loving life.
0: My kind of person. My <laughs> kind of person. Y'all know I I'm I love the multiple streams of income. I love really broadening out and not just being an average real estate agent. And it's and it's so interesting because. I, I didn't think it was going to end up being like this when I came into the real estate industry. Right. Was it was it like that for you? Like, did you know you wanted to have a brokerage and no. um, be a coach and all of this stuff?
1: No. Funny story. I actually got into real estate for one reason and one reason only. Well, OK, two reasons. Reason number one, our realtor sucked. Uh, we had bought and sold about three houses. Um like year over year from 2012 to 2015, which is when I decided to start my real estate classes. And every realtor that we hired, it was a horrible experience. So I got into it for that reason. But I had a job that I really liked in the marketing sector. I was an account executive for a marketing firm, really liked it, worked from home. So I had no intentions of quitting that job. I just wanted to get my real estate license and sell enough houses to get this to get us the VIP passes every year at Disney World. Wow. So. <laughs> I wanted us to go ball out at Disney World, spend like 15 grand on a family vacation there, have the VIP tickets and daily passes to each of the parks. And I knew it would cost 12 15000 So I said, hey, let me get my real estate license so that I can pay this. And that was the only uh, reasoning that I had behind getting my license.
0: That's so funny. And it's crazy that you mentioned that VIP thing, because I think I know what you're talking about, where somebody actually walks around with you. Yes. 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 (laughs) That's crazy, though. That's that's crazy. So when you got into the business and, you know, you had these you had a goal of getting these VIP tickets, $15,000. When did reality set in? You know, how was that experience of that first year? What was it like?
1: did really well my first year, actually. So mm-hmm. so to back up my background a little bit, my background is in hardcore one-call-close type sales in the merchant services industry. So it's a male-dominated do- industry. It is very much so like the movie Boiler Room. We were under our desk, closing deals, talking trash to each other, like very like high-pressured sales. And then I moved into marketing. So I used my background, which was marketing and sales. When I got into real estate, like it was just natural. Um, within my first 90 days, I closed eight deals.
0: Nice. and
1: I made, um, at that time, my corporate job, I was making like 50, $55,000 a year. So bringing home about three grand a month. Um, so I literally brought home like $40,000 in the first three months that I got into real estate. And I was like, I can quit my job. Like, like, so for me, it was very easy. It was a very natural progression, but, but simply, and I know that that was because of the market conditions at the time and also my background. Um, but what that taught me in that very short period of time, um, which is what we'll probably talk a little bit more about today is the fact that being a realtor was simply entry level into real estate. Most people don't think that way. Like most people get into real estate because they see selling sunset and all these shows, you know, millionaire, uh, what are the shows? The, the million dollar listings. Yeah. Million dollar <laughs> listings. They, they watch all that shit. Right. So, so they assume that that's how it's going to be when they get into real estate and that they're going to make all of the money just from the sales aspect, not realizing honestly, that getting into real estate sales as a realtor, that's entry level. Like that is, that is the tip of the iceberg of what you can actually do in this business. And so that's where after that first three months, you know, I would met with all of these various vendors that all had their hand in a single real estate transaction. And I realized how much more money was out there to be made in real estate beyond simply selling. So long story short, my first year was really, really good. But more importantly, it, it was an eye opener for me to let me know that my opportunities were limitless.
0: I love that because I, I preach that a lot. And you know, it gets to a certain point in this business where you literally feel like you're just on the hamster wheel. Like you finish one deal, you're on to the next one, starting <laughs> over. Like, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's how long do you want that to go on? Right. You know, how 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 many years do you want to do that for? And so you decided, I mean, you started seeing stuff, um, seeing the different opportunities. I mean, did you just start like putting yourself out there? Did you start mixing with the right people, asking questions like how did the brokerage come along um, from that point? All of that kind of stuff.
1: Um, so I would say I spent the beginning, um, the first couple of months being in the business really like I got deals obviously, but learning all of the different aspects of it. And so, yes, I asked questions. So that's the first thing that I would say to people that get into the business, you cannot be scared to reach out to people and ask them questions. So I like reached out to multiple lenders. I reached out to my lender that I'd use every time I bought a home and specifically said like, Hey, can I come by and sit with you and learn a little bit more about what your part of this process is like I then, you know, she connected me then with an inspector that I did the same thing with. They then connected me with a title company that I said, hey, I don't even know what title insurance is. Can you sit down with me and explain to me how this works? How much do you guys get paid? Like so on and so forth. Then I end up getting, you know, clients that were um, investors. And then I had to learn like, okay, like you just made $250,000 on this transaction. How did that work? How did you get the money to do this? So, so I was very inquisitive. And I was asking the right people questions. And the way that I came about opening my brokerage was I never started at one of the big name brokerages um, that are out there that have offices everywhere. Um, I started with a smaller brokerage flat fee. And then I ended up moving on to an even smaller like boutique single person owned brokerage. And after being there for a couple of months, I found out that he wasn't a broker. And so I was like, wait a minute. How do you own this brokerage and you're not a broker? Again, started asking questions, (laughs) started asking questions and I'm like, how did you achieve this? So then I found out though, that most of the independent brokerages here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area were open the same exact way. It's something in Texas called a business entity broker's license, that you can start a business entity, actually get that business entity a broker's license, hang your license with it, and then sponsor other agents. And you're essentially the owner of this company that happens to be a licensed broker in the state. Nonetheless, you can function as a a true brokerage. And that's what I did. So everything that I learned, um, which is a big part of something that people struggle with in this business. Um, but everything I learned, I had to go get it. I had to like take it from other people. I, I I wasn't given any of that. And if you're too scared to ask questions, then you absolutely will just keep selling deals if you're lucky enough to do that.
0: Absolutely. I, I mean, that's 100% real. And, you know, you got to, you got to go investigate. You got to, you got to dig because people, as as we know today, they're not just ready and willing to give you information, you know, and real estate is still one of those big disconnects where it's like the person next to you doesn't want to tell you what they know, and, and mm-hmm. they don't want to share this. And so you got to be that, that person and just go out there and get it. Now, how did you deal with coming into the market? Because I'm, I'm sure everybody just wasn't team Chauncey, just, just cheering you on. How did you deal with people who may have not wanted to see you as successful, or may have not wanted to climb up the ladder?
1: I used them to step on to get to where I needed to go.
0: I know that's right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: they were just stepping stones. Like they don't matter. Um, yeah. It 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 you know, there's always going to be naysayers out there. And of course, I'm sure you get that a lot. You've got podcasts, you got a large following on multiple social media platforms. So people know who you are. And the more that that happens, um, the more hate that you end up getting. But um, part of who I wanted to be when I came into this industry was, I, I wanted to be unapologetically myself. And I knew that that would not fare well with a lot of people. But that was a part of my brand. Like, Like, like being the challenger, being the person that may occasionally talk shit, being the person that may, may make you uncomfortable being my comfortable self. I was okay with that. And I was okay with um, the vulnerability and I found the power in that vulnerability. So it didn't bother me at all. Um, When they came again, I just, I used the hate that they spewed as a stepping stone to get to the next step.
0: Good. Because, you know, I've been talking a lot lately about just the lack of diversity in oh. the, the the real estate industry you know both of us being being two black people really dominating and 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 doing some stuff around here in in a industry that is filled with a lot of people that are that are placed on platforms that don't look like us you know mostly men and i'm i'm sure people ask you this this question a lot as well as me you know working, being a black female woman, working in real estate, you know, things that you struggle with or, you know, have you ever felt that at all?
1: I honestly have no. Um, I will tell you what I felt more than anything. I have felt disappointed in the people that are held in high regard and up on a pedestal. And then when I meet them, I realize how lackluster they are, and how not extraordinary they are, and how ordinary they actually are, or or subpar, ordinary, and that to me is is discouraging. Is that um, so? So I've never I've never really felt uh, pushed to the wayside or anything like that because I've, I always push my my way into a room. But when I did find myself in those rooms, I expected to be wowed by a lot of these people that we hear, you know, up on a pedestal, these big names and y'all, they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, Um, oftentimes they are simply hope dealers because they've landed themselves in the right room with the right people that put them in the right deal. Um, but it wasn't anything extraordinary out of their mind that got them there. And I know that my mind works in a way that is extraordinary, and, and so for me it was disappointing that I wasn't afforded a lot of those opportunities simply because of my stance in life and who I was. Um, I felt more disappointment in that way than I've actually felt pushed aside by by the market, and um, I, I've just kind of used that and uh, seen that there was an opportunity and a space for me that no one else lived, and I'm just like plowing through it.
0: Yeah, let's let's go deeper about that that mind since since you brought it up. Have you always been like that? You know, just that, like, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it happen. A hundred percent. Okay.
1: A hundred percent. I am, um, I'm in the process of writing a book right now, okay. writing my first book. Okay. <laughs> and um, it's, it's a very interesting concept, but um, the book will have personal anecdotes and then we'll have stories or lessons that come from those personal stories. And so reliving kind of my life, I'm realizing I really have always been this because the first story um, of the book. Um, talks about how, when I was 13, I snuck out of the house to go and meet my boyfriend who didn't know I was 13 because I had skipped a grade in school. So everyone assumed I was like 15, but I was really 13.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, we got caught at the park by police and the cop, of course we had curfew violation, um, in the little town that I lived in. The cop let him go because he was 17. And I, of course the cop took me home. And on the way home, I formulated a plan, and talked this cop's ear off, and tried to get him to drop me off, you know, a block away from home to let me go back home. Come on, man, just, just let me out of the car. You don't. Have, you can watch me go home. I'll be safe. And it almost worked, but but he he went on and took me home, but he actually lied to my parents for me. And in that moment, he lied to them was like, she wasn't doing anything wrong. Go easy on her. She's a good kid. He winked at me walking from my door back to his car. Um, long story short, um, in that moment, I got into a little bit of trouble where they got a, a curfew ticket, uh, turned that curfew ticket into a way to you know, plead a case to the judge. Judge threw my ticket out, got put on teen court. But long story short, what I learned from that from a very young age was the power of influence. And the power of if you if you just don't give up and you put up a fight, um, there's always a chance that you can win. You might lose, you might lose, but there's always a chance that you can win. So I have literally been like this since I was born.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and 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 it's when you take those those wins, because a lot of people will take a loss and, and think it's a loss across the board, you know. Oh. You may meet with a client and y- you know, you may not get the listing, but right, right something you probably did gain was more confidence. Mm-hmm. You, you probably gained that experience that you're, that you're looking for, you know, seeing these other opportunities in, in, and not letting that one bad thing just take over, you know, Uh-oh. like you didn't let getting that ticket or having to go to court, like take over because you turn those into to wins that have shaped you to who you are today. That's awesome.
1: hundred percent.
0: Um, Nice, man. So, gosh, I could sit here all day talking with you, but we don't have that much time. We almost out of time, actually. Um, but but I want I want y'all to to really go check out Chauncey's stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in a mastermind group with her and she has a YouTube channel. She's on social media. Um, as you all heard, she has a large organization. So so she is definitely someone that you want to check out. You want to follow. Where can people do that at Chauncey? Where's the best place?
1: Chaunceyfam.com. Easy peasy. Go to chaunceyfam.com. Um, and there you can find all of my information if you want to book me for a speaking gig. Um, if you are interested in any courses that I have, you want to talk to me about joining my team, wh- whatever, uh, coaching, it's all there. Just chaunceyfam.com. Easy peasy.
0: Awesome. So we'll go ahead and put your, your link in the, um, what do you call that? Show notes. Show notes. So we'll put it there. Gosh, Chauncey, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me on, man. We got to talk more. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right.